T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is 1036, late night. Steve Thompson in for Henry Lake. And... We tee it up for Chris Hine, who covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune. Uh, good to visit with you, Chris. And uh, the music courtesy of Chris Tubbs, our producer tonight. How about that? Somebody, uh, thank you to Chris. Uh, somebody uh, remembered what my usual intro music is when Henry's here, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, uh, that's awesome. Chris brought it up during the break and said, we got to play this for Chris Hine. So uh, thanks so much for joining us. Good to visit with you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Timberwolves get the W. Uh, a, a bit of a nail-biter. I, I was out doing high school hoops. Uh, I was doing a Class 4A quarterfinal game, number one Champlin Park against Maple Grove. Maple Grove pulls off the upset. They had dropped two to Champlin Park during the regular season, beat them in the state mm-hmm. quarterfinals uh, in overtime, outscore them 14-6. to or yeah, fourteen to six in OT, and then I got out of there in time to catch the end of the game. And Alan Horton does a phenomenal job on the radio and cr- creates a, a, a great picture. And the the Timberwolves almost gave that one away. <laughs> they came back and won it, and they almost gave it away. Yeah, and, you know that that last possession was was kind of messy. Yeah. Um, you know the the last mixed possession but but in the end uh the wolves win a game a game that they probably that they've lost many times this this season uh where you know they 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 get down they make a run they come back and they never seem to quite get over the top but but last night anthony edwards you know i just think you saw uh, you know the steps that he's made over the course of the season um and, and last night he just took that game over the last couple minutes there it was it was something to see for sure yeah, and it's great to see a young player like that develop and say, "I want the ball." You know, you know, feed me. I'm going to try mm-hmm. and take this thing over. I mean, that that's great. I I think we we also would like to see if it's working, Carl Anthony Towns be that guy. But but the fact that you you have a couple of options and you get the sense that. Malik Beasley could also step into that role that they have more and more guys on the floor that, you know, want, want to be the man. That That's a good problem to have. It is a good problem to have. And, and you know, I think you see you saw kind of the role that, that Beasley can have in that situation, which is, hey, if you have Anthony Edwards or, you know, Carl Anthony Towns attracting a lot of the defense's attention in that situation, 
Beasley could kind of sneak along the three-point line and kick it out to him, and he could bury an open three um, pretty much more than anybody else on the, on the team is capable of doing. So he fits a complementary role in that, in that way very well uh, overall in the offense, and, and especially in those kind of situations when, when, the thing, when things can get jumbled kind of in the paint. Um, and, and Towns, it's, all, it's always been interesting uh, to see how Towns uh, is in late games because it's hard when you're a center late in games like that to be the one that kind of has the ball in your hands. We're used to seeing guards have have the ball and, and they initiate the offense, they initiate the attack with a penetration. It's a little harder to do when, when you're a center in that isolation time because you have to get the ball kind of in the flow of the offense typically. So it's it's a little harder. I think they have to kind of figure that out, how how you know Chris Finch kind of fits Carl Anthony Towns in those late game situations like that. But but you can start to see some potential in roles and guys that that are cornerstone. Let's face it, the season's been a nightmare for a number of reasons <laughs> uh, for the Timberwolves. But here down the stretch, I'm saying it over and over again, if you get everybody back, see what you have, and then you're able to go into the off season and go, okay, we kind of know what we have. D'Angelo Russell won't be available tomorrow night, still out. Josh Kogi questionable. That was the latest Timberwolves status report from earlier today for the game at Memphis. But, you know, the the fact that Edwards is starting to get recognition, uh, certainly he's been recognized a lot by Timberwolves fans and, and, and media and, of course, some people that follow this team. But but now, uh, named Kia NBA Western Conference Rookie of the Month, um, you know, the accolades are starting to come. He's he's starting to kind of elevate his status around the league. That, and that's an excellent thing. It is. And it's, it's one of the the few bright spots that this season has had because the, the first half of the season was was pretty miserable for, like you said, a number of reasons. Injuries, uh, you know, Towns contracted COVID and the, 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 the battle that he had to face there, you know, just in terms of his health, uh, and before even thinking about getting, the, getting back on the court. The coaching change rocks the team right before the all-star break. Lots of blowout losses. And, you know, Edwards has gone through his ups and downs. Um, but the, the, the ups have been greater of late and the downs have been, I don't think they've been as low um, in the second half of the season so far because there were there were nights in the first half of the season where you know I, I looked it up the last time they played Memphis and and Edwards came off the bench uh, and scored two points uh, the last time they played Memphis. It seems very hard right now to think that he's going to go back to any kind of role like that anytime soon, just given how he's progressed over the last few weeks here. Uh, that was a long, it seems like a, it was a long time ago. It was back in January when they played. It was so long ago and just in his development. And, and secondly, uh, the other really bright spot has been Jaden McDaniels, um, the, the late first round pick that they got this year. And, and after he came into the rotation uh, kind of mid-January, he really hasn't left it. And it, defense is the main reason why. And I, I you know, we're going to see him develop here the next few years. And, and he's already one of the best defenders on the team, if not the best individual defender on the team. Josh Okogie might have something to say about that as well. Um, but the future is very bright for him uh, if he can keep on, on his upward trajectory like he's shown the last few games, taking on tough defensive assignments and, and really handling himself very well. 
Yeah, and and to think we're we're talking about someone on the Timberwolves, you know, playing lockdown defense. I mean that this is this is progress, Chris. This is yes, a really yes, good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. This is, it, it's progress. It's it, and, and like I said, there hasn't there wasn't a lot of it. Even even you know. They're, they're probably going to still lose a lot of games going forward here the rest of the season, right? But the first, the difference between now and the first half of the season, the first half of the season, you couldn't really see any progress, right? Like, they were just getting blown out on a nightly basis. It was, it, And I know Towns was out, Russell was out, but even then, as the team was playing without those guys, it was just so hard to see any kind of tangible po- progress in the guys that were still playing. But now, as, as we've entered, uh, April, as we're entering April here, I don't think you feel that way if you watch this team on a nightly basis. I think you feel a little better about where this team is headed. I mean, you don't feel 100% great, and we still have to see what this looks like when D'Angelo Russell comes back and, and how the lineups get sorted out, how people's roles get sorted out when, when you interject somebody like him back into the lineup. Um, but I think you definitely feel a little more confident about the, the state of the franchise now than you did, you know, late January, early February. Yeah, and I, I think there is a sense of dread, maybe dread's a strong word, about D'Angelo Russell comes back and how does that fit? Because when, when he was in the lineup, it was like, you, you wonder how this is going to work, big picture getting all these people involved. And and maybe we will learn between now and the end of the regular season and moving into the off season that that maybe it isn't a fit that that he isn't part of this group or isn't part of this deal long term. Yeah, and and that's what we have to see these last you know twenty or so games when he gets back is just what exactly does that look like? You know, knock on wood that everybody that all the important players kind of stay healthy in that regard. And we, you can actually see what this looks like instead of only having five games of them playing together, which is what's happened since last February. But yeah, I think, we, I think we just have to wait and see. I think, you know, there's a lot of people that want to make predictions about potential fits. Um, you know, I think nobody really knows until we see them play a significant chunk of games together. That's the problem. If they don't end up playing a significant chunk of games, it makes it a little harder for the front office to decide kind of where to take this team next and, and that dictates what they do in the offseason. So I do think having everybody back and getting them some, some reps out there the last two months, six weeks or so here is very important for the, for the next step in the, in the offseason in terms of where this team is going to go, what decisions do they have to make, who do they have to bring in, and things like that. So I think it is important that he's, that the NRS is close to being back because we have to see what it looks like. Yeah, and it's it seems to me that that the glaring need is veteran physical presence somewhere in this rotation that 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 can come in and rebound and take charge inside. Yeah, yeah, and and a hundred percent. That's you know, we'll see. We'll see kind of how that how that shakes out. It's been interesting yeah. to see, like I said, with with Jaden McDaniel's kind of the. 
the power forward kind of rotation as well, I think is, is something to watch. Is he, is he going to be the, the four of the future? Is, you know, is somebody yep. else going to come in here potentially? You know, they tried to get Aaron Gordon at the trade deadline. They have interest in Atlanta's John Collins. They didn't, you know, John Collins is still an Atlanta Hawk, but he's a restricted free agent after the season. Will the, will the Wolves try to make a play for him then as well? So I think that that's another big question that has to get settled, uh, and Jaden McDaniels' development might have something to say about that as well. But he may slot in more down the line as a, as a three potentially instead of a four, so they don't quite know where he fits just yet long-term, but they know that they like him, and they know that they, ha- they think they have something there. Timberwolves and Grizzlies on Friday night. We'll get started at 6.30. Cal Soderquist, Alan Horton with the play-by-play, and then the call-in show with Henry on a Friday night. Hey, Chris, good to visit with you. Uh, enjoy your work in the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Appreciate the plug. <laughs> All right, there he is, Chris Hine, joining us here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 